Welcome to another episode of Beer and Backfire. Here with Corey, Adam, and Kate. I'm back! It's been a while. It has. Mm-hmm. It's been since April. Or, has uh, it really? It's been since um, the, the Race UVs episode. Oh, okay. Well, that was yeah, the last yeah. one, so... No, was it, it? Was it not? No. That was May 27th that episode was published. Good so grief. Okay. Yeah. I have been in Cincinnati training for a new job for four and a half of the last six weeks. That's too many of or something else. like that. So, <laughs> yeah, awesome. you know, but it's been great. There's a lot of good beer there. Yeah. Speaking of beer, I wanted to actually read the bottle of yeah, this yeah. one that we're mm-hmm. drinking mm-hmm. because the, it's it's mildly ridiculous. The, this part? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So Corey and I are drinking a Licking Hole Creek French Toast Brown Ale. It's mm-hmm. at eight um, percent. It's quite delicious. The description that's on the bottle is pretty hilarious. So it says, French Toast Brown Ale is our hop-forward American brown ale conditioned on fresh vanilla and cinnamon with noticeable maple syrup flavor. This is where it gets funny. (laughs) Nuanced and delectably quaffable, you'll be wondering why we didn't make this sooner. We seek inspiration in all that we do. Why not find it from the most important meal of the day? I was like, what does... Mm. How... (laughs) Quaffable. Yeah, that's, that's a new that's one. That's just like super like push up the hipster glasses. <laughs> yes. Like, okay. Yeah. Is that is that the 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 hipster pretentious way of saying it's easy to drink? Like <sighs> I have no idea what that even means. <laughs> but I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's delicious. They uh they have like a reggae festival either today or tomorrow. At Licking Hall? Yeah. Yeah, I looked that up actually. I can't um, remember if it was Saturday or, I, or Sunday. I saw it on their, their calendar anyways. I think I was, I had on my calendar to go to the, uh, they have a, a huge, like, sunflower field mm-hmm. thing where you can, like, mm-hmm. go out and pick sunflowers every year, but I think it was back in June, and I think I missed it. Oh, uh, no. Definitely not. No? No, no. It's, like, right now. Oh, wow. is it? Yeah. Because I remember we went a couple of years ago, and it was hot as all hell. And yeah. 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 So. I'm pretty sure it's going on right now. I'll have to check Because we were going to, that's what we were going to do for your birthday, Ah. but then, like, nobody including you, was available, like, during a weekday, during the day. Uh, ooh, the Nguyen's just pulled in. Oh, for real? Yeah. Nice. Uh, we're going to have some more people. Hooray! <laughs> okay, Mickey. All right. So we were... We'll talk about it. Yeah, it's fine. it's fine. All right. It was a whole thing last night with them. Tell your story about Sandra. The picture. Oh, so my wife is currently in Chicago visiting family, and she sent me a picture a few minutes ago that she was drinking a Bell's Oberon, uh, which we can't get here anymore. Oh, super frustrating because I love that beer. She better Where bring some back. It's Michigan. It's Michigan, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like it's like one of the first beers that I really got into. Yeah. So we've got Steve hey, and Mickey with us now, which is pretty cool. Say hey guys. Hi. Hey guys. Okay, sorry. Before we get on with uh, stories from last night, we were talking about Bell's. The reason it's significant that she is drinking Oberon was that Bell's isn't distributed here anymore. They had, like, some fight with uh, Brown. I don't know if it was Brown. It was whoever... There was, like, a uh, company that took them over or something. Yeah, so so one of the distributors here, like, they had a fight with, like... I don't know, some, you know, internet beef or something like that with... Oh, wow. With with Bell's and... They stopped distributing them here, so now you can't even get it. it. Like in Richmond, I don't, I don't even know where the closest place you can get it is anymore. I think it's like the whole state of Virginia. Yeah, where's so, the brewery? Uh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, Bell's Brewing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oberon's yeah. really good. Their Kalamazoo Stout's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Oberon. Oberon with an orange is one of the best beers. Yes. Beers. It's like Blue Moon, but really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's really it's delicious. Wheaty. Wheat is delicious. Anyways. Okay, so last night we were at Starbucks, our kind of semi-weekly-ish meet that we do sometimes. <laughs> it's, um, the, it's the biannual, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's whenever people it's feel like coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so last night we were, we were hanging out and Steve and Mickey rolled in and the E30 and the S2000. And uh, what happened there, buddy? Well, I fall in, well, probably about a... 100 yards from Starbucks. The final turn of pretty much pulling to the parking lot, I put my foot down the, the clutch and there was a little pressure and then I felt a pop and there was no more clutch. <laughs> and the clutch pedal stuck straight to the floor. I was like, uh-oh, well, that's, that's not good. But since um, it was still in first gear, I just left it in gear and towed it until I got into the parking lot. And um, once we got to the parking lot, I turned it off and we pumped the pedal and looked underneath the car and you could see the slave cylinder just pissing out fluid. Oh no. Yeah, so I ordered one of those today. I called around to a bunch of the, all the local shops mm-hmm. and nobody had one in stock, which I kind of assumed, but they gave me prices anyways and they were like 96 bucks. For a slave cylinder? Yeah, wow. and I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, I was like, eh, all right. And so I just got on Amazon and an OEM Honda off of Amazon. I'll get it tomorrow for 130. It's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'd rather spend the 40 bucks to get OEM and get it tomorrow. Get it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. done over with. Yeah. So that's what I'll be doing tomorrow. Cool, awesome. So we we ended up getting you towed back home. Had the, <laughs> our, buddy, our buddy Eric brought his. He yeah. he was at Starbucks. And he drove, he drove all the way back home and came back it's with his best. trailer. <laughs> wow. Uh, picked up wow. the S2000 and we towed it back. He was the third option. But yeah. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> we were trying hard not to make him do it, but he was he was super cool. So Yeah, I had to take my front lip off to get the car up on, on, his, uh, on his trailer. Mm-hmm. And then unloading at the house, Corey almost killed yeah, us. I almost killed <laughs> yeah. I a little bit Me almost killed Me and Jordan were <laughs> car. And... <laughs> yeah. It's, he has... On like the driver's side, where so when you drive the car up, it's just like metal. It's kind of it has a slight dovetail to it. Yeah. So you drive it up, and he has like some, I guess, two by sixes or two by fours bolted down, so it tilts the car up, so you can open the door over the mm-hmm. the wheel arch cover. It's, and it's sized for a Miata. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like it, it's it's real short. It's real short. Like there's not a lot of it's, of it's size for a normal Miata, not the XL Miata. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so when the S two thousand was up there, the front wheel hit you know the little bump at the end, mm-hmm. but the rear wheel was like on the edge of that two by four. Mm-hmm. So it was like Ready to it was back. wanting to roll back. Yeah. And uh, as soon as there was any tension released on the on the so straps, took, it was like. <laughs> I took the front strap off, and they're standing behind the car, behind the trailer, and it started to roll. And I like e-brake on. Yeah, e-brake on and everything, and clamped on the. It was holding the, the end of the strap through the you know through the loop and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, somebody come ratchet this! Somebody come ratchet this! <laughs> <laughs> but it was fine. Nobody yeah. got hurt. Nobody We're laughing now, yeah, because everything was okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was just a little. It Heart rate popped up. Yeah. It's a little oopsie. Yeah. 
So, so did you get the car up in the air today? No. No. No, I'm like, I was busy all morning, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, I could get in the air, but I'm just going to wait till tomorrow whenever it comes in. Yeah. Do it all in one, one go. Yeah. This is the pain in the ass. It's going to take 20 minutes to get it up in the air. Mm-hmm. Maybe 20 minutes to change it, and then 20 minutes to pump it, and 20 <laughs> minutes to put it back on the ground. I promise nice we're not killing it. dogs. It may sound a little like the dogs are dying, but I promise they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kate, you bought a Del Sol. I did. And then it blew up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I want to hear about that. That was sad. Tell us, tell us about the car. Tell us what happened. Tell us what your plans are. Fourth of July. And reveal your, your, all your hopes and dreams to the world. <laughs> so it's a 95 Del Sol. It's got the EG front end swap painted this really cool, uh, cool turquoise metallic. It's really fun. I can go really fast. Mm-hmm. And it's the first manual car I own that I actually like enjoy driving. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was really sad when it blew up. I had just registered for my first track event. Mm-hmm. I was going to go to uh, Dominion Track Cross um, this past this past Sunday, yeah. I registered and everything. And John Felton, uh, the guy that runs the event, he had even gone into the registration and changed my car to a Honda that was much faster than Adam's. And yeah. I was really, really ready to. Really funny. John was gonna actually like ride with her and. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna get you know first class instruction at my yeah. first track day, and sure. you know it, it would have been really cool to to beat Adam's time, but. Mm-hmm. The, the Dell had other plans. <laughs> so what what happened with with the car? Spun a rod bearing. Is that what happened? Oh, yeah. Right. Like three days before the event or something? Two days. Did it on Thursday. The event was on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. We we. So we were like, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's try. Have you guys tried to get it up in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We pulled the engine yeah. out of my Civic. Uh, pulled the engine out of her car. Holy. Um, swap the head, her OBD1 head onto my OBD2 block, um, pulled off the crank position sensor, all that kind of stuff because she didn't need it, um, retimed it, all that kind of stuff, but it, uh, it just wasn't, didn't really make it, it wasn't reliable enough yet, it's mm-hmm. still, we're fine tweaking it, it's, you know. Did you get it up and running? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It ran uh, for 20 minutes. We let it idle. Uh, you know, we started it up, and I think it idled at about like 1800 RPM, right. um, and then it dropped down to about like probably about 1200, mm-hmm. and then finally it set at a thousand and just lived there. Nice. Turned it off. Turned it back on. Started up right at a thousand. Cool. Idled perfect. Took it out for a test drive. Uh, drove it for about five minutes, kind of like babying it. It was awesome um got it up to 6,000 rpm and something happened i thought it jumped a tooth on timing um but we're now diving into it more and it seems like cylinder one is low on compression mm-hmm. but we think a valve may have passed possibly tapped and is you know releasing that compression as we we try and test it so uh we're gonna pull the head and if that's the case, we're going to swap the valves with another Z6 <coughs> head that we have, possibly. Or I'm going to give her my Brian Crower Stage 2 cam and valve springs and retainers. And um, take it to the machine shop. And if they say that we should get new upgraded valves for that cam, mm-hmm. then we're going to get some, uh, what, 
Titanium valve springs, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So it sh- it should be nasty. Yeah. But, um, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it should be fun. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully the head is the issue. If not, then we might just be looking to de swap. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate that it had to happen this way, but uh, luckily my workplace has been very very kind and. Uh, my friends have definitely chipped in to help me out with this one, so yep. just trying to get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's bad timing. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, it, it should have happened, you know, at least at the track. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That'd be a pretty cool story. Yeah. What all is done to the car? I don't. I literally don't know anything about it, so. Um, you want to take it or you want me to? You go ahead. You probably all right so at, at this point as it sits it's um you know otherwise it's got coilovers all that kind of stuff um 15 inch wheels for the track 16 inch wheels for the street um it's five speed d series still um it was originally a d16 z6 um so we kept her z6 vtech head and <clears throat> z6 intake manifold for all of the wiring harness to plug into um, kept her transmission because it's flawless brand new clutch so we just swapped it on there but the block is a jdm d15b which is obd2 <clears throat> so it's only not using the knock sensor and the crank position sensor okay which she does not have a plug for on her wiring harness and we also have a, a p28 tuned ecu on it so it, it wouldn't even read that kind of stuff anyways. Right. So, um, but yeah, right now it's basically getting the timing figured out because the the D15B block is a half inch shorter than the 1.6 block. That's a lot. Yeah. That's... So um, it ends up being But, but the swap is really tooth. common. It's called the mini-me swap. And yeah. so you know everybody on the internet has it figured out and i was gonna say is there like some magical combination of parts you need to make that work there is exactly it's really frankenstein together (laughs) so it it comes out being half a tooth off in timing Hmm. no matter what you do either half a tooth advance or half half a tooth retard adjustable cam gear and we have that on so we've done that and and now it's it's been running perfect but other than it's it's a little rough idling at about maybe 1200 rpm um but as soon as you take it out on the street and everything responds perfect but we ended up uh leak down testing it compression testing it and cylinder one seemed to have some sort of issue Mm -hmm. we think right now that either valve made contact or something when i took it up to that 6000 rpm i thought it may have jumped a tooth on the timing Mm -hmm. but that is probably the cause right there Mm -hmm. it kind of broke it up and previously it was retard and now it's advanced right so kind of responds a little bit better versus yeah the other. all right is it smoking or anything no 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 nothing did you get a new head gasket yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah I cleaned it all up every gasket okay so <laughs> that'd be the first thing i would go for if yeah. i didn't uh <laughs> didn't get a new one yep did all that and uh Every other cylinder, 180. <laughs> cylinder one, 90. Oh, yes. man. Yeah, so. Is it just not building at all, or is it leaking, like, leaking out, or? So does it get to 180 and leak down, or does it not even get past 90 at all? 
It didn't get past 90 on a compression test, and then gotcha. we did a leak down test, and you ridiculous amount of leak down. Yeah, mm. typically, you know, it's got so much pressure when you're trying to force the crankshaft over that you can't force it past that pressure that it fills the cylinder up with. Right. Um, but not nah, cylinder one. I could just like, oh yeah, it's just keeps on spinning. <laughs> so. Well, I'd be curious to know what was wrong. But. Yeah. I mean, cheapest thing though is pull the head, check the valves at least before, you know, yanking sure. the whole thing and calling it a, a dud. Sure. So. Well, hey. Let's see. Yeah. So if, if it is the bottom end, what would the plan be? Um, we've been looking around to see if there are any other D16, Z6s, uh, OBD1. And if not, then we'll just look for OBD1 B-Series. I was, I was going to say, yeah. go into B-Series. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually well. surprised that an older Honda like that that's been modified, it, it, now that no one has decided to do that already to it, yeah, surprisingly, I, I half expected when I first saw the car to see a B series in it. At least the LS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like a show car before we got it too, so you'd definitely mm -hmm. think so. Mm -hmm. But no, I mean, good old D series until it's not <laughs> good anymore. <laughs> yeah. What kind of car are those put out normally? Isn't it like one forty, one thirty? Uh, yeah, like typically that? like. That 125, 135-ish, okay. depending on which one. Um, and then, you know, you have your Econo ones that put out like 105 and 95. I think the B16 puts out like 140, and I think the B18 is like 160? Something like that. I remember? So, yeah. I know, it's been a long time since... Uh, Every Honda boy is yelling at their podcast player right now. <laughs> <laughs> for, for five horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I'm kidding, they, we love you. <laughs> tune again, and what did they say? And it applies to the E32. You don't oh. need power to party. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I could do some damage in the E30. And that's, no, I, it was like 100 horsepower from the factory. And mm -hmm. it's definitely about a third of that now, it seems. But... It so, could do some damage. Over the past, so pretty much the year, mm -hmm. um, we, we've had the, the E30 for about a year, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty close. And it has, over the past year, it has been the most reliable vehicle. That we have four of our out cars. of the four. It is the oldest and the jankiest looking, and uh, we pretty much got it out of a lot and put a battery in it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And wrecked, sat for two years. It's yeah. so solid. I did, it's when we were, we were following the trailer and you were behind me, I thought about that, I was like, man. Once again, 30-year-old car. <laughs> it's, it's really come in handy because I've... Killing it. And we've done, obviously, the S2000 was down for eight eight months or so. We did some work to the truck. And it, My car. Something happened to your car. What the water it? pump went. Oh, and puked out water everywhere. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it, it leaks oil terribly. But it's a chance doing it. <laughs> I mean, Spec E30, that's how all of them are. Yeah. It's just the smoke around the track yeah. It comes from under the hood, yeah. I actually drove for the first time since we put um, the new wheels and tires on it. I mean, it, it feels great. Yeah, it feels really solid. This is on what, 15 by 8s now? Mm -hmm. Nice. It's a big wheel for that. 225? That's, yeah. yeah. Two, like 225.50? Yeah, something like that. It's probably 225.45. Could be. Whatever, whatever the standard size is for it. I was going to say, I used to run 235s on the CRV, so. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty decent on <laughs> <laughs> small, yeah. lightweight little chassis. 
Might need to borrow the fender roller again. We're uh, still rubbing on the driver's side rear just a tiny bit. Like if we go around a, a right-hand corner and there's load on that back side, it, it won't rub, but right around our house when we take a corner, there's an extra little, little bump in the road. What if you could just get up in there with a grinder or something like that and find a little tab? Well, I thought about getting up there with a hammer, to be honest. Oh, well, fair enough. Tap it in. Because yeah. the fender bothers him to begin with, my sticker fender. Yeah. You don't like the sticker fender? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the whole car is so cool. I love the way it looks, well, look but I personally couldn't have a car like that. <laughs> oh, look at the None of us here <laughs> believes that you could drive that car yeah. full time. Right <laughs> That's all me. <laughs> I've got some sort of an OCD thing where it's like that fender needs to be painted like the rest of the car. <laughs> like it, it needs to be clean. <laughs> it shouldn't have leaks. And it's just the, the little the little things that don't overall matter. I just yeah, it's just, they, they get to me. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, when the S two thousand was down, he ended up scrubbing the E thirty nine engine bay. It's still pretty nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he needed well, to go if, to something. If your engine bay is always clean when you have a leak, you know. Yeah. So it's like the car is But you didn't know about the S2000. <laughs> Just adds to the fun, trying to find the leak. <laughs> when you guys were on for the first podcast, was that before or after uh, Hyperfest? I think it was after. Right after. Right after. Right after. Right after. Right after. Okay. Yeah. So we've covered all that then. Yep. Yeah. A little bit. Unless you, you have anything your... to add. I mean, no, I was just curious. As... You on your awesome scooter. around <laughs> 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 everywhere. Motor yeah, scooter. Yeah, yeah, man. So, tell me about Sunday. Oh, okay. So last Sunday was track cross at Dominion, which I was not planning on going to until I heard these guys were going. And then also Billy Jew signed up. So yeah. I was like, all right, I, I have to go now. You crushed it with those Hoosiers. Dude, that car is so fast. It's not yeah. even funny. And a no horsepower. 135 yeah. wheel. Let it eat. Yeah. Yeah. But from what I understand, that's healthy for that it engine. Is. It mm. is, but it's still not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love that car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love working on it. I love seeing it. I, I it's just it's a really really good car. Like yeah. just the S13 in general is a really good platform. It is it, well thought out. Mm -hmm. It really is and it's probably the only S13 I could ever say that about. I just yeah. like most of them I just don't even care about. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, most of them get drifted into a wall 87,000 times. So yeah. fair. I <laughs> when I was at Wyotech there were three dudes that had S13s. All three of them were red. It was a hatchback, a coupe, and a convertible. Oh, nice. Wow. And they would park next to each other. <laughs> That's like, awesome. At school, it was awesome. They were all, like, decent. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, none of, they weren't, like, you know, idiots that were, you know, out there trying to drift the streets or anything like that. They were just reasonable dudes. But, um, so that was, like, the only other time that I, like, really cared about S13s was this, like, three dudes that had one. And, uh, Every variant. Good. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was really, mm -hmm. really cool. I saw a stock one, like, month ago. Mm -hmm. They're still around. A unicorn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Usually driven by like, it was you know, old older dude. people. Was yeah. Old yeah. <clears throat> they get the question every single day. Oh, are you ready are you to sell it? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Every time they fill up at a gas station. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Oh, here's my number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm even starting to get that with the Del Sol. Yeah. Really? It's really cool. Like, it's so I haven't, clean. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually, had a, a cool car in a long time. I actually don't remember the last time I've seen one other than yours. 
It's been a long Same time. until we bought it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but now there's everywhere. I've now never noticed yeah, it. Yeah. I've never seen one at the track yeah. ever. And then suddenly one signs up for Dominion Track. And he was on the snow first. tires. Oh, he really was. was on snow tires. <laughs> is that what it was? It was yeah. like 100 degrees outside. Yeah. He was on snow tires. Stock suspension. <laughs> the wheel gap on a stock friends? <laughs> Dude. He was hanging out with Sid Henry. Do you remember Sid Henry? I I <laughs> I think I met Sid once. Okay, he Sid is like an old dude. I know old, I know who Sid. I know who Sid is. But I that, that, those were like the years of like Hyperfest and Hundred Drifters that before I before you started before around. I was going to those events. You Just might because remember. Of, him. I remember. Him. Yeah. 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 No, so I got to see Sid at at Track Cross for the first. I think the last time I saw him. Was the day I bought my Cressida station wagon because mm -hmm. we were already up in Nova and we like met him for lunch or something. Mm -hmm. So it's been like six or seven years. Was he driving his S13? No, he was co-driving a Mazda MX3 V6, which is the 1.8 V6, which I think yeah. is like, okay. That's that's super rad. That's the one that would have been in Kate's class. Is that, that the those tiny kind of little car? It's, a, it's like a little hatchback-like yeah. thing, okay. front-wheel drive. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a rad little car. Yeah. That little V6 cool. is sweet. I, I saw him registered in her class. Little V6 is it's right. It's 1.8. Is that any good, or is it just a 1.8 V6? It's like 150 so horsepower. <laughs> is it? Something like that. It's decent. Okay. Yeah. And you, can get, you right. can get cams and stuff for them, and they turn into... Really nice. Yeah, they can, they can scream. They, they can, sound awesome. They go. Awesome. They can go real fast. Yeah, they're they're. Nice. I want to put that motor in a Miata with ITVs so bad. So bad. So cool. That would be pretty cool. Or, no one's ever done that in an MR2. You, you'd still <laughs> be in the NA 2.5 and below yeah. category. Right. right. With you know potentially 20 horsepower up on everyone else true without even accounting for whatever else you do for it otherwise mm -hmm. yep it's a nice it's a nice motor and like the interior i like i never really looked at one like the interior and stuff sure it was pretty nice and it was sure. completely stock other than the wheels mm -hmm. and like they did pretty respectable times with it and it was on bridgestone not the re71rs but like the step below that like the re11s, RE, RE, RE11s that's it mm -hmm. and they they were doing pretty good I was very impressed with how the times were putting down. Nice. But, um... So how'd your car do? My car, uh... Well, it's the first time <laughs> I've driven it since uh, HPDE back in early April. With me? Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. And, um... So, that event back in April destroyed my front brakes. Mm -hmm. Um, so it needed pads, <laughs> rotors... Um, I lubed up all the caliper slide pins. Um, I had, since then, I've also completely redesigned the front splitter uh, and installed a rear brake bias adjuster. Nice. Which only leaks a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, no air in the system. No, no, no. no. It's nice. like it's like only under like really hard pedal pressure. It'll seep, seep out, yeah. like not even enough to drip. I can just reach under and just feel that it's a little bit gotcha. moist underneath the the valve. Mm -hmm. But I had it set to full rear, all power to the rear, 
and that was a bad idea. <laughs> um, yeah, don't say. Well, I have it. It's not. It's not all power to the rear. It's just that the the rear isn't being cut off. I, so it's still like you know, it's just equal power everywhere yeah. to the brakes, um, which on the MR2 is great because it yeah. sucks from the factory. Mm -hmm. um, but on the Corolla, if you trail brake it into a turn, it wanted to lock the rear and spin. So I had to do a lot of adjusting on that throughout the day. It doesn't get that that slight nose dive that you want with a, a front wheel drive. Yeah, no, it just it just you get it you get on it and it's fine. And then as soon as you try to trail brake it and like you you start turning it in and letting off the brake pedal, the rear locks up and wants wants mm -hmm. to just kill you. So I had to dial that back several times throughout the day. But once it once it got set, it was pretty good. Um, the new front pads are like actual track pads, not street and autocross pads like I had before, and I had no problems with them. The rotors turned blue, which is pretty cool because it nice. was yeah, I saw the outer layer is pretty cool. It was so hot that day. Like my phone said, it was only like eighty-seven with a heat index of like ninety-five, and Negative. it was it was yeah. lying. Yeah. It yeah. was so hot. I, I was almost dying in grid. I almost didn't do my yeah. last like two or three runs of the day. I just I almost called it quits. I was just like I can't. But I ended up finishing. But it it was so bad. Yeah, that's the the thing. Like you said, when you're sitting in grid, you're on black pavement so it's essentially a frying pan mm -hmm. yeah. and some and people no just wind. choose to idle and yeah. so that just adds to all the mm -hmm. heat going around yeah and like what dominion is usually really breezy like all the time but that day it was just 95 was stagnant. backed up both ways for miles yeah. <laughs> you know you didn't get that nice highway breeze yeah it, right. was, it was so bad but i mean i and this is the first event i've done where all of my temperature gauges are working so <laughs> I was like, I had never really known what, how high is too high for oil temperature. <laughs> yeah. And it was like hanging out this. around 260, which I guess is okay. And my, my coolant was around 200, 210, which. Yeah, that's, I mean. That's fine. Yeah. So I guess that's all right. Do they make any um, thermostats for your car that are like, you know, I 160? I think they do. That's what I'm running with mine. And I have a Mishimoto, I want to say, mm. a fan switch. Which makes it cut on at 170 versus mm. I think the stock is like 190, and then I also have a, a manual fan switch. Which even when I daily drive, I just I yeah. leave it on all the time. <laughs> just whenever you turn the key, that would be handy the first thing you hear is two fans cutting on. Yeah. That would be handy to have just in grid, so you just manually turn the fan on while you're sitting yeah. in grid. Yeah, if if ever the key is turned, even to the first accessory, both fans come on instantly mm. until you hit that switch off. I removed my my AC fan. It's just not even on there anymore. But I'm keeping it only for cooling purposes. It's a, probably <laughs> a good idea. But yeah, it did good. I nice. didn't really feel a difference with the splitter, but I, I don't think Dominion's really fast enough to feel downforce to any kind of really hardcore degree. Yeah, and if you're already feeling that downforce anyways from your previous splitter, just from the downforce it's it's creating on the top mm -hmm. versus that turbulence on the bottom that it creates with the uh, the diffusers, but NC car or something like that, you would absolutely feel it because they just have like continuous wide sweeping yeah. turns where you can just really get on it and feel it kind of suck you in. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So what event are you going to end up doing? <laughs> well, as my question what's your what's your plan the goal well there is a track cross at summit point shenandoah that's in about 
what a week at this point, that right? That was a hell of a first track. Holy yeah, God. that's what I was saying too. And, you know, at this point with the engine, I don't really know if that's going to happen. Um, September 1st at Dominion is an option, maybe. Yeah. Um, that sounds a little more workable. Maybe a few less long, long, nights. late, yeah. late nights. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. At this point, we're kind of playing it by ear, which really sucks. I have this cool, fun car, and it's really enjoying it. Yep. And it just got ripped away. <laughs> well, you can jump straight into HPD on the... 15th or whenever it is yeah which before that by the way i need to do my clutch in the crv now. oh no starting to get a little slippy slippy yeah it's it's fine just regular driving it and all and yeah. third and fourth gear i can get on it doesn't slip um but shifting if i launch in first and, and shift to second it'll slip in first mm -hmm. gear gear to second slip in second gear and then catch and all you smell is just burnt clutch um, yikes <laughs> yeah so What's i don't that? do that anymore What's that? Just a, an OEM right now. Okay. And I'm just going to go back to a XD, XZD, whatever it's called, <laughs> OEM. Yeah. That's what I have in the Corolla right now. Yeah, I mean, it's just great clutch as long as you make, you know, below 200 and something horsepower. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a good day. Billy was very fast. I thought I was yeah. behind you like the entire day. And you got my, me. My last run <laughs> that I just, I was not even feeling it. I, I like somehow pulled it out, but I was... I was so mad. I was like, come on, it. I can get it. And I couldn't get y'all. You got about like point. What? It was like point three or point. F so it was, I think it, it was you a might short have about point six. Was it that much? I, I, didn't, so. I didn't think it was much. I'll have to go back and look, but it was, I want to say it was a good half second. It was a really enjoyable day as a spectator. I mean, everybody yeah. was really consistent. There were no four-wheel offs. I was going to say, we didn't yeah. lose any cars that day. Nope. Yeah, Ivan was, was the only two-wheel off, and that's to be expected. Yeah. Was it the Audi? Yeah. 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 That, car, that car is real quick bonkers. <laughs> Holy cow. Is that, the, the, is that the, like the P-tuning one? No, mm. it's... Um, no, that's it's just a Audi. Is it a B5? <laughs> uh, I don't know. His old one was a 4,000. This um, one is. Uh, it's an S. I think it's an S four, isn't it? Yeah, like I think one so. Year yeah. Newer. Um, it's, it's an it's an S four with a rowdy turbo setup, and it sounds like it's all junkyard. It's like junkyard build. Yes, and the guy behind the wheel is fearless. Yeah, yeah. he just pedaled to the floor the whole way around that yeah. track. It's nuts. Super cool dude. He's one fast dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's always down to chat and show you line and stuff like that, but. Mm. Yeah, don't ride with them. <laughs> <laughs> Do not ride with them. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Andy with uh, Pop Pop's Garage was there too. He had the Civic Wagon van. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And his buddy had the, uh, it's actually a Lemons car, that EF oh, the uh, Civic. hatch. Yep. Yeah, that had the, the graphics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, I saw a dude on the grid in like a full cage and a halo seat. I was like, this dude. <laughs> this dude's got it going on. He's yes. about it. <laughs> yeah. So they they actually did pretty good. Uh, it was both of their first time at that track, and Andy's first time doing like actual cir circuit track stuff. Oh, really? I think he's done like autocross before, but I mean, it can play into it pretty well. You just yeah. gotta ignore the walls and pay attention to the rumble strips. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that, those first couple turns can be a little sketchy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Two and three are, are very sketchy, but once you get past that, I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's nothing. Just break hard for seven, and you're good. Mm -hmm. Man, I was watching, um, Jeff Chenry was there 
who has been running with VMSC for a billion and a half years. Mm-hmm. He was in an Integra. And the thing was loud. It was really loud, and it was really fun to watch. But like his, I was looking at his times because I had like the live timing thing on the app. Mm-hmm. Like it would update every sixty seconds. It's awesome. I wish more people did that. I'm yes. glad John always like every event other than HPD, obviously. Mm. But that's yeah. super helpful. I got the uh, Track Addict Pro. Apparently, it does like predictive timing and stuff. Mm. Um, and you, if you have like a, you can get like Bluetooth GPS receivers that'll like really really be accurate more accurate than your phone's GPS receiver yeah to really get it close. get like live timing but I mean it'll still use your phone and get in ballpark yeah um, so I'm gonna try that out in nice. September um, see if that works yeah I have not had luck with Harry's lap timer yet maybe yeah. it's cause I'm not mounting it the correct way but mm-hmm. I mean still I wouldn't think it would be that touchy yeah for a phone supposedly with this app too you can hook up via wi-fi to a gopro and the app will then allow your phone to be a remote for the gopro also without having to go through the gopro app so you'll then get your telemetry overlays from the app to go over your gopro video source and you can just mesh everything i need to do that sweet especially if it can do multiple gopros because i'm Mm -hmm. trying to have the one on my splitter i think it's just one one on my helmet time right now Okay. But, well, I'd do the one on the splitter then, because that'd yeah. be more accurate than my head. Yeah. Bouncing all <laughs> like around. Like, do the telemetry over the one on the splitter, and then, like, maybe do, like, a picture and a picture yeah. of your helmet cam all the mm-hmm. way. Yeah. <laughs> so they get better with video editing. iMovie, bro. Yeah. It's not the worst. It's <laughs> the you best thing I have to say about it. <laughs> I haven't even uploaded my, my videos from the, uh, the Corvette. No, the Porsche event. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. Because you came, that was like, what, 40-something, 50-something cars? 40, I think there was 43 people who signed up, and mm-hmm. then there was another three people who came in and, and registered at the event. And you were like in the teens? I want to say in the the first session, I finished, what, like, maybe like 12th or something like that. Uh, and in then the, the afternoon. Mostly Porsches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was like the, the exoset on Hoosiers that was like... He was also at the at track cross. Crushing. Was he? Mm-hmm. I would love to drink. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically cheating. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the budget aerial atoms. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think in the afternoon session, I got like 17th or something like that. But still, at a Porsche event. At a Porsche event. <laughs> that's and, uh, in a CRV. That's insane. It was at Dominion, so I, I already had somewhat of a leg up because I knew the track. But. They made it somewhat like an autocross event on the track and put cones down. Yep. So, I mean, it really like leveled the playing field between me and them because I had no idea right. where these cones were, how my car was going to react. And mm-hmm. there were several times where I put myself in a very crappy situation. I'm, yeah. I'm we ran over some cones in one of our sessions. Yeah. Like pushing it way too hard. That's how the, the track crosses I've done at NC Car have been. It's, it's cones on the track. Yeah. See, to make things weird. Yeah, no. Like, NC car, do it with no cones. What, just literally wide open throttle. 85% of the track, at least. Mm. It's Well, that's, that's I guess it, that format works better there because it's such a wide... Like, all the pavement there is huge. Yeah. Like, it's such a wide track. At Dominion, it gets pretty narrow in a couple spots. And you have walls and, you know, embankments and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's, I don't know. I guess it worked to slow people down, but if... If someone made a mistake, you know, they could really, yeah, really make a mistake. Mm-hmm. 
one of the only one of the only events I ever did in in either of my Miatas was a, a test and tune uh, autocross mm-hmm. at um, at RIR, and I remember very clearly the the last like you know last couple seconds of the of the course layout they did was the the chicane. Um, and then uh, like super super slow in a box like 90 degree left hand yep. turn like terrible terrible for last turn in my opinion anyways. yeah and I can't remember exactly what the the turn before the chicane was like or uh, yeah the, the turn before was like was uh, was really really slow so I gained a lot of speed through the you know, through the through the cones on the mm-hmm. Michigan and everything like that, and then coming to that thing, I just plow straight through. Yeah, I think, trying I think, to make I think up I did, any time. I think I did like 10, 10 or twelve runs or something like that, and at least four or five of them, and just utter sheer straight <laughs> straight through the and like ten cones go flying everywhere. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. Yeah. All the workers are like, I'm gonna find this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're down like fifteen psi and you're <laughs> Have any of you guys been to the the new RIR? The, like the, like the where they're doing on the infield? Yeah. No, but the the videos don't inspire a whole lot of confidence because it's we, so tiny. We saw it. Yeah, we went to spectate but did not run for like twenty five seconds a, a yeah. run. Yeah, it's crazy short. It's very very short. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like you go out there all day for twenty five second runs. Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, it was it's cool because of the atmosphere and all oh, yeah. that, but like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to stand out there and reset. I mean, I guess she needed less workers, maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I really liked about uh, track cross is that no worker, no working, no cones, mm-hmm. none of that. When when did you do track cross? I did. Um, I did Patriot course. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say. Yeah, now I've seen your your VR. I mean, that was. That was awesome. You just went out there's, and um, ran. one lap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, a time trial race at Patriot Course coming up soon, uh, but it's like 120 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, I think it's like actually like timed and recorded. And, um, that would be cool to go to. With I don't know if they're going to have a war. Where at? At yeah, Patriot yeah, yeah, yeah. VR. Yeah. Um, I have to look up the date, but 120 bucks. That's so good. When is it, you say? Do you I want to say it's on a Thursday or a Friday. God dang it! Yeah. <laughs> well, that they're they're doing the uh, is it HPDE or I the, think the Grand Course and Full the, Course. Yeah, the Grand Course is on. They're doing a Grand Course HPDE, which is like the Full Course yeah. plus Patriot. Yeah. So it's like five, oh, five miles. Mile. It's huge. How do, you, how do you even get to the Patriot? So where we camp at Hyperfest, right. that back straight. You mm-hmm. kind of crest the hill, and instead of keep going, you turn into Patriot Course, do Patriot, and then come back out for um, uh, okay. roller coaster. Do you do um, Patriot counterclockwise? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, the way that we're we're used to it. Yeah. So it's but it's like 300, 350, something like that, which is killer yeah, pricing that's, for that's BIR. Both days. Um, for so. both days. I might have to look I at it. I thought it was 350 for the one day. For just Grand Course? Yeah. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, for two days? I thought uh, it was one. Cause one it's, on a, it's on a Thursday, okay. so it's like yeah. lower than normal VIR pricing. Yeah, that might just be the case then. 350 for the one day. But, but 
just out of curiosity for the people listening at home, yeah. uh, where where do you guys find this information? Where where is there like some sort of? It's on the um. This one is on the NASA, I think. Uh, event list. This one is Track Days. Is it Track Days? Track Days. NASA has the Dominion one that'll be coming That's up. Um, and then it's just uh, different organizing bodies. Sure, yeah. sure. You so, can usually so find them on uh, what is it, Motorsport Rag? Motorsport Rag. rag. Yeah. yeah. You can search it like by location or you know nearest you, or search it just by Dominion. Yeah. What well, What was that? What was the name? Motorsportreg.com. Okay. That's um, where you register for like everything. Yep. And yeah, and then it keeps track of all the events you do. Um, so, so it's like a log. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice. And then um, also you can go to Facebook and like type in Dominion mm-hmm. or you know Summit Point, whatever, and then they'll typically just go to events from there. And they'll have a log of any kind of event yeah. you can go to. Hit tickets. Okay. Tickets will take you straight to. It's typically a motorsport reg page. If not, it'll take you to whatever yeah. body that's running that event. So I think uh, that pretty much is a good episode right there. Um, anybody want to go around and plug your Instagrams or whatever you want to plug? What you got, Corey? Uh, again, c.crehan uh, on Instagram. Um, yeah, at uh, racev underscore. Uh, EJ8. My Instagram is my name, Kate Veers. So yeah, follow me for Del Sol and dog pics. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm agent underscore M Gwen. Yeah, mine is S N G U Y E N. That's it. You can find my stuff. I'm the Daily Downshift. You can check out my blog if you want like more in depth build stuff at the Daily Downshift.blogspot.com. And this podcast has an email at beerandbackfire, I think, at yeah. gmail.com. Beerandbackfire. Beerandbackfire, gmail.com. Uh, shoot us an email. We also have a Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Under the same name. Follow us, comment, yeah, share Tell us stuff. some stuff you want to hear us yeah, right. about. We usually, I usually post, you know, right before we're going to record or a couple hours before we're going to record, and uh, we'd love to uh, hear some suggestions. Yeah. All right. Have a good night. Bye.